Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now is Keith Smith from Yahoo Sports. Covers the NBA for them. Has been on before. Keith, thanks for coming back on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Okay, so... Gary said you played for the Bucks. He did. Keith Smith. Oh, okay. Different Keith Smith played for a year for the Bucks <laughs> yeah, in the mid-80s. this one, yeah, this Keith Smith's about five foot nine and never played beyond high school. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you should, you should have just went with it, Keith. and said, "Yeah, man, that's me. That's exactly right. I played for yeah. the Bucks." Hey, uh, yeah, I should have. Man, I missed an opportunity. You did, yeah. You good, good, my brother. You good. All right, Keith. So uh, this whole idea of of how they're going to do this uh, with this format, a play in game or two games. Uh, for the eight seed, your initial reaction to seeing how this whole format uh, is set up? Yeah, I have said all along that the NBA, maybe more than any other league, is really good at taking lemon and making lemonade out of it. I think that's exactly what they did here. I think they took you know a really tough situation, which was not going to be fair to you know really a lot of the teams involved, and they made the best of this. I think the teams that are in the playoffs currently, but are towards the lower part of the, the seeding they have a pretty good advantage. You've got to get within four games of them and that you've got to beat them twice to, to get in if they are in the AC. I think that's you know, about as good an advantage as you can get the rest of the way. While those teams that are still in the playoff chase, they still have the ability to get in it and make it in. So I think that is, uh, is you know, that, you know, they have a chance. You can't, that's really, I think, all you can ask for at this point. I think the NBA did a pretty good job with the way this all gets put together. Yeah, you know, here's where I don't get, though. How are they going to play all these games in one gym? I mean, the game time's got to be just right on top of each other. Yeah, so it's going to look like Summer League. They're actually going to have at least two gyms set up to play. They've got three arenas on property at Walt Disney World. Oh, so they do. Yeah, yep. So so one of them is is a big, massive arena where I'm told they're going to set up multiple courts as practice is that that'll be kind of the multi-team practice facility and okay. then they're going to set up the other two arenas one each as, as game courts and then they'll play the games i was told to think of it almost like what summer league looks yeah. like where you've got games you know all day long uh stretched out from you know i heard that they may start as early as 12 noon eastern time and mm-hmm. you know tip you know play games all the way up until 10 30 start times on the east coast where the west coast teams and slot in so that the folks on the West Coast can see those games in their more normal window. Hey, Keith, real Keith, quick. Not, I, I, not, I, not to put you on the spot real quick, but do you know the names of, of those gyms or no? I just want to look them up and just see what they look like. I do, like. yeah. They, it's the HP Fieldhouse. That one is the main one that hosts the uh, 
Adversary uh, Orlando Invitational every year. And it uh, held the uh, Scout Combine one year as well. Correct, it did, yep, yep, it, it absolutely did. I was there that year. There is, <laughs> there, there's a building called The Arena. It doesn't have a sponsorship, but somehow I think that could maybe be taken care of here in the next month, and if they don't, I'm going to send over a check for $20 and ask to put my name on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then there's uh, another building called The Visa Center, and The Visa Center gotcha. is the one that's going to be set up as a multi-team uh, practice. For Are these sports. all at the Wide World of Sports Complex? They are, yeah. The Wild World of Sports Complex is over 200 acres of fields, stadiums, and arenas. Uh, they're all located right at the Wild World of Sports Complex, all within walking distance of each other right there. You know, pop over to one. They've all got uh, all the locker room facilities and everything you could ever need all attached right to them. Steve, you got a follow-up to that one? No, because I, like I said, the last time I've been to Wild World of Sports uh, was for the Combine that year, and everybody was just in that one arena. These other arenas he's talking about, I didn't realize those were all on that same site at the complex. So that's this is all news to me, which is it's good for the yeah, NBA, though. Right. So the other two have been built since the NBA hosted the Combine um, at mm. the Wild World of Sports complex. They were built after. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to know that I said this yesterday. How do these owners not see, Keith, all these protests, these people not social distancing, right on top of each other with masks, and not thinking, well, why can't we get some fans in here to make some money? They got to be saying that either to themselves or behind closed doors or something, because it has to, at some point, you know, players, and we just talked about it, players want to play in front of fans. But I wonder, did the you know, how many people can come, like family members and stuff like that, or who's going to cover How do you, where can people see these games? Do you think they're that far along yet to see if it's going to be on ESPN, ABC, TNT, locally? Yeah, so what, what my understanding is, is a big chunk of why they're bringing 22 teams there is to help fulfill a lot of those regional and then national contracts. That's why they're going to do those eight regular season games. It's partially to help sort out the playoff picture, but it's also to get those games aired in those local markets. So what I've been told is mm. uh, you'll definitely have the, the uh, national broadcast teams will be on site, and those games will be broadcast on ESPN, TNT, maybe NBA TV, uh, TSN in Canada. And then you'll have some of the local teams um, will be there, uh, will either be there or they will call the game by, by picking up the feed and we'll call them from a remote location. Um, it sounds like those are also being determined. As far as regular fans go, yeah, I think there is, you know, some who are like, well, maybe we could sell a limited number of tickets and that. But I think out of an abundance of caution, they're going to avoid that as much as possible. But as far as families go, it sounds like as soon as the, the uh, quote-unquote bubble is pared down and those teams that aren't going to be into the playoffs are gone, that's when families are going to be, be invited to come. And then they'll be, you know, part of the quote-unquote bubble and they'll be able to be in the um, – in the arena watching games and, you know, supporting their family there nice. through, through the playoff process. You know, the, the other thing about uh, this is they're saying they're going to allow them to play golf um, within the resort. Uh, they're going to allow them to sit at outdoor restaurants. But my question is, with, with Disney World itself opening up in the middle of July, mm-hmm. they're going to have their hands full trying to keep all of these autograph hounds, and there's going to be a bunch, away from all of these players. Yeah, so here's where Disney's size is a blessing. If you look at a, if you can get an actual property map, like look on like Google Maps or something like that, you'll see the driveway down into the Wide World of Sports Complex is approximately a quarter mile long. Yep. So they're going to have all mm-hmm. the security in the world out front there. 
I, I jokingly said on Twitter and other places, no one's going to wander in there and be like, I was just looking for Space Mountain. And I saw LeBron. Like, that's not going to happen. You know what's... <laughs> Do you know what's funny about this, Keith? I don't remember. I don't know if you were there or not that year when they did it uh, in Orlando at the combine, but I'll never forget it. You know, we go inside and they do all the scrimmaging and all that other stuff, and then everybody releases at once out in front, and then slowly but surely everybody starts walking back to the rental cars or whatever. And there was only one way out to the parking lot at that yep. point, walking out. So there would be people waiting for Michael Jordan every single day with jerseys and everything else. And he'd sign all their jerseys before he'd get into the rental car and leave. So they're going to have to stop everybody before they even get to that said parking lot as far as fans trying to get in there. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to be soft at the, the roadway down there. Here, you're not going to get anywhere close. There's a there, well, Once you come off one of the main roads, um, on the property, um, once you come off that, you're you're not going to get anywhere close. Uh, that'll be, you know, they're going to do checks and everything they need to right there, and that's the only way you're going to get down in close. And then as far as the resorts go, uh, whatever resorts the NBA players are going to be, be living in, some of them, it sounds like, for as long as three months um, during this process. So they're going to arrive on site sometime in mid-July, and the season could go to mid-October. Um, there's not gonna, No one's going to get in those resorts either. Those places will be very well locked down. Uh, with a combination of Disney security and then any outside assistance that they may need, um, they're going to make sure, you know, no one's getting into those places that shouldn't be. You know, Keith, you, if you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, they were on the verge of having a phenomenal season, best record in the NBA, possibly the MVP of, of the league in, in Giannis. Now, and, and none of these teams will get a home court, but do you think it will hurt the Milwaukee Bucks the most uh, not having the home court or not being in Milwaukee? Um, I, I don't think it's going to hurt them the most because they've been a very good road team this year as well. I, I think they're just a good team. And, and one of the things that kind of gets said in you know a lot of sports, but definitely in the NBA, is if you're good, you'll win no matter where the game is played. You can play it in the backyard and you know, the best team's going to win if they're truly the best team. I think teams like Philadelphia and Miami – who are really wild um, home and road splits. Uh, those teams have been absolutely awful away from home. Um, I think those teams that are impacted, one thing that an NBA coach told me is keep an eye on younger players, um, guys who feed off the crowd a little bit more, guys who play to the crowd quite a bit without that ability. And sometimes that can even be, you know, they, they play off the booze and the like. Um, those are the guys you're going to have to just watch their energy level and those kind of things. But I think a team like the Bucs, I think they've proven – you know, they, they could go play a game on the moon, and they're going to be just fine because that's how good they are. Yeah, I was wondering about how they're going to uh, sequester, like, the media. Because I'm worried about people like you. I'm a big Eric Names guy. Uh, how are they going to keep these guys safe? And are they going to get the one-on-one interviews? And are you going to be able to interview these guys at the game? Because that's what I love. If you're a fan, you want to see these guys, their reaction at the big game. I mean, are they going to make these guys available? Because in their contract, they have to talk to the media. But if you uh, kind of separate them from the media and people like you, then we can't really know what's going on. Yeah, so as far as media on site, it sounds like those plans are still being developed. It doesn't sound like it'll be oh, like normal. Okay. to have all the beat writers and everything there. But you're going to have some of the national people there. Um, it really sounds like it's going to be dependent on what uh, the different outlets choose to do and, uh, quite mm-hmm. frankly, how much they want to pay because – you know, they're, they're going to have to pay some of the amounts to send people uh, here to Florida again for up to three months. That's not going to be, you know, a real cheap, uh, you know, price tag on that. And then there's, you know, going to be some other access. I've heard things like 
they could do things like, you know, you're still going to have your traditional um, post-game uh, podium interviews, but it'll be just the player sitting in front of a camera, and then there'll be everybody else on Zoom asking questions. And I think that's where we're headed a little bit anyway. Um, when it looked like we're going to maybe have this big shutdown, we were seeing these yeah. kind of more distant interviews and the like. And I think it's just going to be a little bit of a different world for how the media does their job. But what you're going to miss out on is those side conversations at practice. Yes. Where, where yes. you can just catch a guy and, you know, ask him a couple things. Yep. And I often find my experience is then that's when you get the best stuff because, you, you know, you're just, you're just talking. One-on-one, you're just, you know, chit-chatting. A lot of times it's not even really about basketball. And that's going to be, I think, the thing that unfortunately will be a little bit lost here. But, again, they're doing everything that they can to try to make this as safe for the players so that they can really get a good completion to their team. See, I thought they were – last one for me, guys. I thought they would just have the beat writers with the team as a part of the team. Just he stays with quarantine and be with the team because he covers them every day anyway. Just have him cover them, you know, three or four guys. Or however. The national guys, they can get the information to report on it on their shows. But like you said, the beat guys, each team has beat writers, two or three, four of them, however. Let them be a part of what's going on. And it still may be developing. They may even do this. I don't know. But like – they can report and on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever. Then you can show a video, you know, Eric and uh, Giannis talking. And, you know, they can have a – Eric names can have a mask on, but Giannis is talking. However, I just want that access for people like you so we can really – because this is unprecedented. So we need as much access as possible because I'm sure there will be a documentary about this about how this whole thing went around and we'll be watching it in a few years how the milwaukee bucks won their first championship in the middle of a pandemic and protest i need that back Leroy, access you bring up something interesting because i i'll quickly Leroy and gary know my complaint uh so back in the day when the bucks were horrible which is pretty much my entire life uh and you would have teams come in here and there'd be like no fans at the bradley center and it'd be really mm-hmm. quiet and you'd hear certain guys, Kevin Garnett, that would just swear and swear. And these kids and their parents are like, oh, my God, he just does not shut up. And he's just <laughs> swearing left and right. And parents are getting mad. Well, now you're going to be in a situation where there is going to be uh, nobody in the stands. You're going to hear everything these guys are going to say, I would imagine, depending on where the mic setup is. How much of a concern do you think that's going to be for the NBA as far as being able to delay some of that stuff out or that stuff slipping through and getting in? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge concern for the league. They want to make sure that clearly they you know, abide by all the broadcast rules and laws that, that everybody else needs to. Yeah. But one of the things that was interesting, one of the, I covered the Boston Celtics for one of the outlets I worked for, and we had a media availability with Brad Stevens. And Brad Stevens said, we need to own that. This is a, it's kind of like you guys were just saying. This is a unique thing. We need to own this. This is an opportunity to really let fans hear the sounds of the game. And he said, there's going to be some stuff you don't want people to hear. You don't want to hear specific strategy if you're a coach. You don't want to necessarily hear some of the costing that goes on on the floor. But, you know, he said what would be really cool for fans is to hear how much the players talk through just a single possession, how much, you know, conversation there is of do this, do that, move here, move there, you know, pick these kind of things up. And he said that would be something that, you know, the NBA has to really get creative and adopt this to say, you know, we can really do something different here with their broadcast partners, how they're going to do that. And again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning. They're really good at taking lemons and making lemonade. I think we're going to get some pretty good lemonade out of this. Okay. Access. And, and, and the last thing, too, is 
access within the bubble, there's no way the NBA and Disney, their combined forces, is going to let it go by without, you know, coming away with some, uh, what was it like mm-hmm. to live in Walt Disney World for sure. three months documentary? That's definitely going to come. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Keith quick. Smith, Yahoo Sports, uh, joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show. And you keep talking about this lemon, uh, you know, lemons and lemonade or whatever you're saying. I, my thing is, when you look at Major League Baseball uh, and what happened earlier this afternoon about they're not even giving a counterproposal to the players union over there and Rob Manfred and what he's doing Major League Baseball. And then you look at Adam Silver and you look at Michelle Roberts for the Players Association. They have to be given a ton of credit for being able to yeah. put this thing together while Major yep. League Baseball just is fumbling all over themselves. Yeah, absolutely. It's the difference when you actively involve your players in making decisions at the highest level in the league. They feel like it is their league. Adam Silver says that all the time. It is the players' league at the end of the day. And then he'll he'll usually qualify with, well, it's everybody's league, but without the players, we don't have a league. And that's why he involves them. He goes to them directly, and he did that with Michelle Roberts. Their working relationship is fantastic. And, you know, not to, you know, beat beat the lemons in the lemonade thing, but the Major League Baseball, you know, taking lemonade and turn it into, I don't know, a rainwater, you know, something. It's absolutely (laughs) terrible. You know, it seems like to me, as someone who loves the game of baseball, Seems like they are actively doing everything they can from the MLB side to we're not going to play this year. We're, unless the players, you know, take a major haircut, we're not going to play. And I don't blame the players for saying, you know, we're not doing that. This doesn't make sense here. And they're, they're really going to miss out on an opportunity here. If all the other major mm-hmm. sports leagues are back and playing, Major League Baseball is really going to be behind on this because at this point, NBA, NHL, MLS are already right there. The NFL, you know, really right around the corner. In a lot of ways, and Major League Baseball is just kind of sitting there floundering, which is, because for someone who loves the game, that's disappointing to me. No question. He is Keith Smith, Yahoo Sports. Hey, man, thanks so much for coming on. Always enjoy having you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Y'all stay safe. You and yours. You betcha. You take care. There he is, Keith Smith on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion outgrown your home, a Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.